welcome to the JB and I show. Today we're going to be talking about motivation, fitness, fitness motivation. <laughs> the strike is over and more. Okay, so we're going to start off talking about uh, the holidays. Happy holidays! Yay! <laughs> Happy holidays. And uh, also, I'd be remiss if I did not mention, because I forgot to mention it last time. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to everybody celebrating a birthday this month, this week, or today! Happy birthday! Yay! <laughs> Happy birthday to you and many more, many, many, many more birthdays, okay? All right. <clears throat> so you can celebrate it all month, all week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever duration, or, you know, the whole day, whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. Also, happy anniversary to everybody who's celebrating an anniversary this month of November. <laughs> happy anniversary. <laughs> happy anniversary to you and many, many, many more anniversaries, okay? All right, yes. Definitely worth celebrating, okay? All right, so... The holidays, wow, the holidays, this year has been going by really fast. I mean, is it just me or has it, this year's been going, it's been going pretty fast, you know. Seemed like just yesterday, yesterday was January, I don't know, you know. <laughs> That's what it feels like to me, I'm just saying. Absolutely, wow. So, it's already November, this year is pretty much over. I'm, I'm yeah, this year is gone. <laughs> It's the holidays, you know, the first marker of the holidays is Halloween, you know, the unofficial start of the holidays is Halloween. So it just goes into it's, you know, it's a segment. Then once you hit November, everybody's focused on Thanksgiving, even me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then Christmas, you know, all right. I mean, you know, some people like myself already start, you know, bringing their uh gifts in purchasing their gifts for christmas and thanksgiving i mean hey sometimes it's worth it uh black friday cyber monday you know what i mean <laughs> gotta get the deals all right and everybody else get a gift card <laughs> absolutely so hopefully having a wonderful and great holiday season Happy holidays to you. Be safe out there. Be sure if you're traveling, make sure that you travel safe and check and double check the travel advisory. Um, you know, be aware of the weather changes, you know, and the possibility of getting stuck. I right? uh, like if you're traveling from Florida to New York, chances are. It might be snowing in New York. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're traveling from New York to Florida, it might not be snowing. So you, you might want to bring a couple of extra layers. If you're going up to the northern part of the country, uh, you might want to, you know, bring some more um, 
I won't say less layers because it's still cold, but you don't need as much. It's not, you know, it's not snowing in Florida. I'm just saying. All right. So enjoy yourself. Enjoy your holiday and all that. You know, sometimes we do have a tendency to overspend because we want to do gifts for everybody. But some, um, you know, if you're able to do it, you know, God bless you. And if not, you know, do what you can. You know, it might just be a gift card for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You get a gift card. You get a gift card. You get a gift card. Everybody get a gift card. Well, not everybody. but <laughs> So during the holiday season, you know, um, for those of you who want to continue their fitness regiment, that's going to be a thing. And uh, it's going to be, you know, for if you're like me, it might be a little difficult trying to do the uh, fitness regimen thing because, you know, it's the holidays. You know, more you get that relaxed state going on and, you know, the vacation time and, you know, it's a chore at that point to make your way to the gym and... It's just, you know, not a convenient thing. Now, if you already have your routine set and you got everything flowing and going, God bless you. That's good. Just keep it going. Keep it up. Stay focused. Um, one of the hardest things to do is if you don't have it set and it's already November, is you know, Thanksgiving right around the corner, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to set up a, a fitness regimen when... You know, the holiday season is literally here. Everybody's going to that relaxed state where they don't have to worry about working out or working. <laughs> you know, especially if those have vacation time and all of that. Hey, it is what it is. So if you are going to try to set up your regiment um, now, yeah, now is the time to do it. If you're going to do it now, now is the time to definitely do it. You don't want to wait till Thanksgiving get here because then you're going to be on yourself because, you know, everybody overeats during Thanksgiving. Now, I'm, I'm saying that generically. You might not <laughs> overeat during Thanksgiving, but I know I do. So, and if that's, your, if, if that's the case, then you want to prepare for it. You want to plan for it. All right. Um, what I do, I try to work out at least three times a week and include that as part of my fitness regimen and I have various, you know, workout things that I do. You know, for those of you who want to do cardio but don't want to get on a treadmill, there's many different types of cardio that you can do. You could do uh, basketball, baseball, softball, <laughs> volleyball, you know, jump rope. Is 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 many options boxing, you know. Boxing is actually, you know, it's a challenging sport. I mean, especially when it comes to you know getting in shape and staying in shape, and jogging, running, hiking. Hiking is a lot more difficult than it appears, even though you're basically walking the entire time. Hiking is is a challenge. <laughs> I tried hiking several occasions I, I still do it every now and again and um, one of the things i really had to work on was stretching and drinking enough water and keeping water with me while um, i'm hiking because when you're hiking and you're out there there's no you know convenience store to stop off to you know and there's no elevator especially if you're hiking up a mountain there's no elevator to uh get you back down that mountain you're gonna have to walk buddy <laughs> you're gonna have to walk all right so that's that's one of the things i i learned in regards to uh hiking and and it does matter what type of shoes you have uh certain shoes are just not good for hiking you know I call them shoe boots because <laughs> they have more thicker soles and more uh, thing for the hiking for the uh, the area that you're hiking in. It's more designed for that evolution. So if you know if you're able, that's definitely something you would want to uh, definitely invest in if you if hiking is your thing or if you want hiking to be your thing, you know and. You know every hiking uh, scenario is different. Some people hike through. Uh, 
a mountainous area. So they go in on an incline and then once they get to the top, you know, they take pictures. Well, I know I did. I took pictures <laughs> to prove to everybody I was on top of the world. Or at least at that point, I made it. Even though I stopped several times, but I made it. <laughs> then I had to walk back down. Walking down wasn't easy either. I thought walking down was going to be easy. It's easier than walking up and incline, but it still was difficult. It still was uh, not easy. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, hiking is definitely a good way to get your exercise in. And um, if you're not prepared, definitely got something you need to kind of prepare yourself for uh, water, um, stretching, you know, uh, don't do a lot of extensive hiking. And if possible, don't go hiking by yourself, especially if it's your first time, because um, if you need some assistance, the best thing to have is a buddy <laughs> to help you out. I was fortunate enough that I went hiking with a friend of mine who goes hiking all the time and I brought water, but it wasn't enough water. I didn't realize it wasn't going to be enough water. And then I was like, you know what? I need to bring a backpack. <laughs> I need to bring a backpack with some water in it because this ain't working. And I actually slip and fall. And it wasn't really like a hard fall. Maybe I'm just soft, but I skimmed up my knee and I was just like, oh, <laughs> ouches. But... <laughs> I skimped up my knee. I was down for the count. My buddy came back through, helped me out, and we kept it kept it pushing, you know, kept it going. But I was definitely ready to uh call it a day, you hear me? Um another thing like basketball. Um I'm not a really good basketball player, so I don't play basketball all the time or with everyone. You know, a lot of times, you know, they say, oh, we're playing for fun. But nah, they be taking it very seriously. But uh, I play basketball. That also helps out uh, as far as cardio and exercise. And that helped me because I was um, doing basketball, playing basketball. And and it's always fun when you're winning. And even when, you, when you're losing, it's still fun. But, and it's like... My first time out there getting back out there on the court playing basketball, I was like, wow, I'm tired. <laughs> this is a lot of work. <laughs> and so you definitely get the exercise in. I actually even cramped up, not during the game, fortunately, but after the game, we're all chilling. And I got a Charlie horse in my neck, my, my leg. And I was like, ah, OK, I definitely need to. uh Need to drink more water, Gatorade, and stretch <laughs> when I'm playing basketball. This is, I didn't realize it. I mean, you think you don't think about it when you're playing the game and how much exercising you're doing while, while you're playing, especially you know when you're playing against another team and y'all working and just you know getting getting it in. You know, it's 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 seemingly easy, but yeah, it's, it's not. It's <laughs> it's a great exercise uh, feature. The other thing I want to mention is um, soccer. Uh, playing soccer is a lot. You know, um, if you're a big soccer player or want to get into soccer, it's, it's definitely uh, foot coordination type of stuff. I'm, I'm definitely not a soccer player. I'm not good at soccer. And the best I could probably do is a goalie. <laughs> that would <would'll> be, <laughs> be the best thing that I could be playing soccer is probably a goalie. And they wouldn't probably want me out in the goalie either. <laughs> but different ways you can exercise and keep it interesting and, and you know, doing stuff that you enjoy doing, whether it's uh, basketball, baseball, softball, volleyball soccer you know di different exercises i've seen people just go walking walking does help a lot of people don't don't uh consider walking an exercise because it's walking everybody do it <laughs> but walking actually does help walking um 30 minutes a day you know walking i think it's ten thousand steps if i'm not mistaken i think it's ten thousand steps a day walking ten thousand steps a day you know it does help. And matter of fact, walking may be even better than jogging to a degree because you're more prompt to burn the fatty cells faster. And that's, you know, I haven't really done a whole lot of research on that, but that's what I believe. Please correct me if I'm wrong. 
I definitely want to hear about it, you know. But yeah, you can go walking. Uh, I go walking all the time. And and walking is a big thing. Um, the other thing you could do, uh, jogging. I mentioned that earlier. It doesn't have to be a full sprint because it's a full sprint. It's not jogging. But, <laughs> but you know, just going a little light jog and, you know, try to keep your... Uh, a pace develop a pace keep your pace you know sometimes it's a challenge trying to get to a pace that you you know want to do consistently and and just finding your pace finding what's you know what's good for you you might increase your pace over time but just finding that initial pace can be a challenge you know and uh that's something that i had to work on once i found my pace you know, keeping that pace, keeping that consistency uh, throughout the entire uh, uh, jog. Now, there will be times where speed up and slow down, especially if you're jogging outside, because they naturally have uh, inclines and, you know, declines and all that. You know, that's normal. But it's something that, you know, you could do and, and you can increase over time as well. Um, I know a lot of joggers have a lot of uh, ways that they that they jog that they do, you know, uh, especially if you're going short distance, short distances or long distances. It depends on what your goal is for that day and your paces for that day, especially once you get really good at it. You know, you can have several different paces that works for you. You know, uh, when you first start, you just finding that one pace is is good enough when you're first starting. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> so I go jogging. Uh, I normally when I do my jogging, I normally jog for about a mile or two, depending on uh, how I feel and how much time I have and such. And sometimes I do jog uh, to maintain my pace. Other times I jog for time to see how fast I can do it. So it depends on the day and how much time I have available to work on it. And that keeps me engaged as well. Um, a lot of the, all of the functions I'm speaking of at the moment is all outside functions that you could do outside. Now, as far as going in the gym, <clears throat> there's various uh, free weights you can utilize. There's machine weights you can utilize. Some people like free weights. Some people like machine weights. Uh, most machine weights that I know of have a some type of picture and description of what the machine is used for, uh, how to accurately and more effectively uh, use the machine, and that's something that you can utilize. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I uh, try to utilize when I go to the gym is when I'm working on upper body, whether it's shoulder and arms or chest and core, you know, it has a, a variety of uh, machine weights that I use. I, I like using machine weights. I will use the free weights as well, especially when it comes to bench press, because I want to work on my balance and it's hard to do that with machine weights. That balance is not required for machine weights and so i do use machine weights as well but i'm more prone to use um i do use free weights as well but i'm more prone to use uh machine weights because it's easier to me it's easier for me so that's that's <laughs> that's just something that i like doing um one of the other things uh you could do in the gym is a treadmill the elliptical the bike, there's, I think it's two, three different types of bike. There's one bike where you sit down and pedal. There's the upright bike where it's like a bicycle where you're pedaling. There's the, um, uh, what was the other one? There's one more I can't think of as, at the moment. But uh, there's, there's three different types of bike that you can utilize where um, that will be efficient for you. There's the elliptical well, a lot of people like using the elliptical because it's easy on the ankle and the knees. The treadmill, a lot of people don't like using the treadmill. I use the treadmill, but a lot of people don't like using the treadmill, but that's an option as well. And inside the gym, uh, I think most gyms have um, 
I can't think of what it's called, the 30 minute workout section where you go in there and you do your workout and it has the lights and when the light change that's when you go to your next segment and at the end you get like a full workout in like 30 minutes. I like that. I do that too. I like using <laughs> like using that as well when I don't have a lot of time but I want to get it in. Get it in. <laughs> get that workout in, you know. Um and that's, you know, that's the overview of what I want to talk about in regards to the holidays and and fitness, uh not fitness in general, but you know, uh, working out cardio, I touched on cardio, going outside, uh, uh, doing your cardio outside, but because some of you guys might be in colder, uh, climates, you know, uh, going outside may not be <laughs> a good idea. Okay. So, um, you may want to go to the gym and that's definitely an option where you can go to the gym and there's, um, several gyms uh, out there. Just, you know, get one that works for you. If you can go outside, you know, and the, and the weather's not too bad and you're okay with going outside and jogging and stuff like that. That's that's good too. But if if it's too if the weather's too bad and you can't go outside, then, you know, in the gym, you know. Some people are lucky enough to have a gym in their uh um townhouse or apartment complex or whatever. Other people got to go down the way <laughs> to get to the gym, but you know, you know that's something but if you don't want to go outside and you don't um have access to go to the gym because of the weather you don't want to go out you can't go outside because of the gym i mean excuse me i'm just messing all up right uh you can't go outside because of the weather and you can't get to get to the gym because of the weather you can work out at home um and do cardio uh various cardio items at home to keep you engage there as well so there's you know push-ups sit-ups calisthenics uh stretches um uh what's it's, it's another one i can mountain climbers uh you know flutter kicks all of that is stuff that will help you uh work out at home you just gotta designate an area you might need to move some stuff around so you could get it you know get it in without knocking stuff over you could do it you know what i mean <laughs> Okay, coming up next is two guys who know their stuff about sports. Um, it's a great honor to be able to work with these two gentlemen. And I learned so much in regards to sports just listening to these guys just talk casually. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, with no further ado, I'm going to bring to you guys uh, the Sports Bag Bros. That's Trav and Bias. <laughs> You know, we didn't want to talk about the NBA in wholesale terms up until about Christmas time because typically that's when it really starts. But, yo, there's a lot. The NBA's back, man. I mean, how can you not talk yeah. about it with all the new changes that are taking place over in the offseason and the way teams are playing right now? I mean, come on, 81 more games to go. If you lost a game, 81 more games. If you yeah. won the game, 81 more games. But, you know, it's looking nice and it's good right. to have it back and seeing young players. The OKC team coming and doing what they've done. You know, you got a chance to see Chet Holmgren. We talk about Wimbo. You know what he's going through down in San Antonio, looking to lead the franchise. Yeah, and then we look at the new look Celtics. How did they look on the road? I think the NBA needs some respect for the uh, early matchups they came up with. The matchups are good. You know, the Nuggets Lakers had a storyline. Uh, Porzingis going back to the Garden. That's yeah. just another storyline. You got tonight the Bucks versus the 76ers. Maybe not a, a rivalry or a history, but uh, MB uh, was MVP last year. Giannis, a former MVP. Bucks uh, debuting Damian Lillard. Philly telling Harden, keep your ass at home. No, you can't get on the plane with us. Get your ass out of here. Thank you for showing up to practice. We'll see you when we come back to town. But the NBA had nothing to do with that, but I'm just talking matchups. Suns and Warriors the other day, uh, you know how I feel about the Warriors. I don't think they have enough size. They lost by four at home. The Suns didn't even have Bradley Beal. Booker was doing his thing. He looked like a point guard. People say they don't have a point guard. They might need it if Booker's going to play like that. Yeah, and we know he could put up points. He's done that in the past. Unfortunately for him, when he's put up an exorbitant amount of points, going over 70 points, they still lost in those games. 
I think that dynamic is completely over now. I think these Suns are probably the second best team in the West this year just behind Denver. The way it looks like it's kind of turning out right now, well, not right now, I'm too damn early, but on paper, <laughs> they have the potential to be the number two team. If nothing else, number three, maybe a three-team race in the West this year. Not a bad thing, but it's still the early going. But I know the Lakers play activation start. What? Jerry Curls on real activation. The season started, man. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about the Lakers, man, and I tweeted this during the game, after the game. I posted on our, our Facebook page. All summer long, they were yeah. talking about, oh, they didn't appreciate Malone, what he said, trolling them. Yeah. LeBron said, anybody can get it, blah, blah, blah. You had... You had this circled on the calendar, opening night, get your get back, and you have a double-digit loss. And on top of that, Anthony Davis disappeared the entire second half. Oof. Well, come on, bro. It, you got, you came out playing hard. I'm, I'm not going to say you didn't play hard the second half. Misspoke. You came out balling 17 points in the first half. What happened in the second half? You, you got to finish. You, you got revenge on your mind, bro. Come on. Yeah, then I mean, you look at Joker picking up where he left off last year. Getting a triple-double out there already, man. I mean, and he's doing it slowly, but surely. <laughs> he did it slowly last year, and we saw where it led to, a championship. I mean, look, it's all way too early, but damn, you talk about midseason form. This is what he was doing towards the end of the last season when there was a championship on the line. Right. Um, you know, I'm going to bring up the Bears just because I say this all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't say it all the time, but, you know, we were expecting improvement from Fields, from the offense. Game one, they come out struggling. Game two, they come out struggling. Game three, they come out struggling. So my my motto is same old Bears, same old Bears. So as far as the Lakers and the Nuggets are concerned, same old Nuggets, same old Lakers. Yeah, but the Nuggets can take that same old Nuggets because it might lead to another win. Yeah, but for the Nuggets, it's a good thing. For yeah. the Bears, not so much. Lakers, yeah. they they got they got to either make some changes or they have to improve. Yeah, they're going to have to improve. How many more changes can they make? Every time they look around, people say LeBron's in charge. Well, if he really is in charge, he's a half bad his team. Is, half his team has gotten traded in the past, so you know it's not beyond the realm of possibility. If they don't get off to a good start, five or six of those guys might be in other locations. And, yeah, you continue to talk about the matchups that the NBA had in the early going, not just waiting until the three games or four games on Christmas Day that they typically throw out there where the unofficial start of the NBA season starts. How about the Knicks and the, the new team, which are the Celtics, throwing things together with all of these players? We talked about in the preseason and, you know, even leading up until the first game, how it's going to all kind of be contingent on what Porzingis does, not necessarily um, Chris Middleton. I'm mean, not Chris Middleton. Uh, Drew Holiday, who just came from Milwaukee, well, Porzingis trying to fit in. He gets 30 freaking points. He leads the team in scoring, and they still have to kind of struggle to beat the Knicks at Madison Square Garden, still the first game of the season. But you can just say theoretically they can only go up from here, but we know in a long 82-game right. NBA season, ups and downs are what you're going to have. But – Obviously, this team is going to do a lot more going up than going down. Yeah, and was it a case of Porzingis going back to New York? That's um, my next having, having more incentive, um, he dropped 30. He had a really good game. He supported Tatum, who had 34, I believe. And so Jalen Brown didn't have the best shooting night, but it wasn't necessary. Drew Holiday, I think, only had eight or nine. They didn't need him to score. He, you know, he did his, his – uh, his lunch pail type job, you know, yeah. playing defense and, and being tough out there. He got a late steal uh, late in that game. I, I think the Knicks were trying to go up four. Guy was coming down the lane and he stripped him. They went down the others, other way. I mean, that turned out to be a big play. So, you know, Holiday's going to make his impact here and there, even if it doesn't show up in the box score. Yeah, his presence alone, and he does have games, so it's not like you're just worried about what he does defensively, but he does bring that intangible that you can't <clears> see, which is the defense, which is the presence. Now he has that championship caliber playing for Milwaukee and getting the championship with them. But then the Knicks, you look at them, you see same old Knicks. 
Not necessarily. I mean, they were out in the game. They had a chance to win. They got ahead by two, as you said. We're trying to go ahead by four until the move was made with Drew Holiday getting the steal when it mattered most in Madison Square Garden. Porzingis said he liked that the Garden crowd was going to give him Porzingis. That's what they were saying, the chance. And he liked it. And he thrived in it. He proved them wrong again. But I don't see where the problem is with Porzingis that the Knicks fans have because when he was there, it wasn't like – he was doing dumb things. They didn't like that he didn't come out from injury as quick as he did. I think it was still that thing that happened with his brother behind the scenes that had him sent to D- Dallas. And then it, I don't know what it did down there, but in New York, that became somewhat of a story. And they're holding it against him. He never really said anything bad about New York, but I guess that's just the New York thing to do. If you're coming back and you're not on our team, yeah. F you. That's right. If you're not a Nick, then F you, right. Um, but what was funny is I think they called two flopping technicals <laughs> on back-to-back plays. Um, I was surprised. I was Seriously? watching. I was watching the game, but I had it on split screen because I was watching the Bulls play OKC as well. Mm-hmm. And I just I think that game happened to be on commercial, so I moved the volume over, and I heard him say, "I think they're calling flopping." I said, "What?" Showed <laughs> 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 the replay. And uh, I can't even remember who it was. He did flop, and they got a technical. But then they went down the other side, and they caught a flop on Brunson. Um, I was like, oh, no. They're going to be calling flops every other play at this rate. Hey, this is what we wanted, though. You wanted them to go and finally stick with the rule, or did they just do that to be a pace setter and see what happens as these people continue to do it? Or they may just know that they're serious about it and they stop flopping as much because they're not going to just stop, period. So there is a, a little bit of, dis, of a discussion on the broadcast because they're trying to say, well, is he flopping or is he selling? There's a difference between flopping and selling the call. Mm-hmm. And so so many players are so conditioned to selling the call that it could be perceived as flopping. So I don't know. Well, it's going to be interesting. I don't know if it was just those two refs. I didn't watch every NBA game, but I did watch Nuggets and Lakers. I did watch a lot of the Warriors and Suns, and I didn't see no flopping calls in, in those games. So I don't know if it was just that crew or or what. Now, being up in your area, the Chicago area, uh, did you watch the Bulls game? Did you get to see the OKC and see what they had to offer? Chet Holmgren doing his legitimate debut now as a rookie, going in his second year and stating that he missed last season because of injury. What did you see there? So I watched until I couldn't watch anymore. <laughs> um, home home game, opening night, and they're down 21. I was like, that's it. I'm done. You got to show some heart, man. You got to show some toughness. I understand OKC is a team on the rise. Yeah. But a team, with, a team with DeRozan, Levine, they should not be getting worked at home by 21 on opening night. I mean, come on, man. It, it was embarrassing. Uh, but the Bulls did have one highlight coming from old-ass Andre Drummond. He, <laughs> he dunked on Chet, and then he stole the ball and, and cooked him and dropped him. He went in for the layup. Um, I actually uh, posted a reel of that on our Facebook page. Welcome to the league, kid. kid. Yeah, I tell you what, Chet Holmgren has a lot to learn in the NBA. He is nothing but raw talent. I think he's a lot like Porzingis. He does, I think, may have a better three-pointer than Porzingis, is more touch on the ball. But then talking about touch on the ball and new people coming into the league, Chet Holmgren being in his second year, which is kind of officially his second year, but really his first year being injured last season, when by everybody's looking at him and seeing how well he's going to do. You know, I don't, I don't think they're expecting him to be a superstar out of the box, but they just want to get a sign that says that this is not going to be a flop player. He didn't flop. First shot was a wet one. He drops a wet one, but then they're playing another battle of Texas. What's up with these battles of Texas going on in the NFL and, you know, well, not even in the NFL, but in uh, um, baseball. Now you have it in the NBA. But then you look at, uh, you know, he did his three-pointer. He played pretty solidly. But Lucas still shows you that he's the veteran. He's a young guy in this game, too. He still wants to be the face of the NBA. And right now, another triple-double for another Euro play. What's going on with this? I don't know. Lucas Luca, you know, he's a bad, bad man. The Spurs came out strong. They had a, a lead early, but eventually uh, the Spurs, the Spurs, the Mavericks <laughs> overtook them. Luca was too much for them yeah. and basically ruined Wemby's uh, debut. Wemby had, I think, 15 and 8. 
not a bad start, you know, for eighteen year old or nineteen year old. Oh, yeah, bro. Huh? I said, yeah, it's the NBA. There's no shame in yeah. that. I mean, you. Some people might be trying to throw shade. Oh, you only have fifteen. Uh, he's overrated. But but that's because others have been calling him the best prospect in the history of the game. Yeah. I mean, that's hyperbole. And you can't expect him to come out and drop 40, 15, and, and you know, get a triple-double his, his first night being 19 years old, playing, what, 30 games a year? Um, they're they're talking about, is he, is he going to have a minutes restriction? How many games is he, ever, is he even going to play this year? You know how Pop is. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, you, you, don't want, you don't want that kid to hit the wall in game 50 and be done for the rest of the year. So, But I think the NBA now, because of the management with time rules, is going to allow teams to kind of naturally just not allow players to hit the wall, at least these young players coming into the league, because now they can rest without having to force them to rest. It's something that's – well, it is forcing them to rest, but without them having to hit the wall that they've hit in the past, even when they're going into somewhat of a groove. But I think, you know, you know, Luca being how he is, I'm looking at his turnovers. He had four last night. You know, we look at he was a turnover, a turnover machine like Russell Westbrook years ago. But he's kind of cutting that down. We don't know over the long term. But it looks like he's in better shape this year, not the chubby guy he was last year. I think they talked about that a little bit in the offseason about his weight. And right now, so far showing up, we know that there's so much more time to go. So many things can happen. You can get even bored with your success. Eat a whole lot more and it slows down your game. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, Dallas gets their win out of it. Wimby looks solid going out there doing the same thing. Another player we talked about already, Chad Holmgren looking good. But then the Orlando Magic, they win the first game of the season for a change, man. They've been in the tournament for a long time, but they were ascending a bit last season. Not huge leaps and bounds, but enough. You know, they got rid of Mo Bamba, who was solid for him at one point. No, actually, he wasn't. There was one good game against Philly when him and MB went at it. But, yeah, he, he's bounced around. Now he's actually in Philly after going to the Lakers. Mess right there. But Cole Anthony trying to celebrate that new three-year extension that he got for, I believe, $36 million. He goes out there and puts up some points. And even though they're bringing in all these point guards, sounding like they want to get rid of him, he's showing that he belongs or at least making his trade value better. Yeah, I didn't pay much attention to the Magic. I was watching uh... – the Pelicans. Zion was looking good last night. Good. Yeah. He uh, looked athletic. Not quite as athletic as when he was at Duke or when he first came into the league. Mm-hmm. But um, he was he was dunking on people, catching alley-oops. Um, he had 20-some points, I think eight rebounds, um, and had a few steals. And when, when he's healthy playing, the Pelicans win. Oh, no question about that. I mean, his talent isn't – the question isn't his talent. It's his dedication, you know, it's, it's his injuries. And I don't know if the injuries are coming because of his lack of dedication. Some people may want you to believe that he's getting injured because he's not really putting in 100% effort. No, that 100% effort he's putting in on these dunks and that outrageous athleticism, it's the, the, his weight coming down on those knees that becomes the issue. You know, if he can continue to just kind of keep his weight steady and still be able to leap through the sky and add more facets to his game, well, he's going to be that phenomenal talent. It's not like he's a bust. Like Greg Oden was a bust, even though with yeah. the wrist, outside of the wrist, he didn't show anything else when he came. You know, and, they, and you just, I just thought about it last night. They took him over Kevin Durant, man. Greg Oden was number yeah. one, Durant was number bad two. Number Portland has a bad history at the top of the draft. But getting back to the Pelicans, Zion, CJ, and Brandon Ingram, that's a pretty formidable three. Yeah. I can say it's a big three. Um, but nice it's, a formidable, it's a formidable three. Yeah, it's a nice young core. And now you know we have to talk about a little bit the Memphis Grizzlies now without John Morant, and they lose. Desmond Bain has to try to do something there, but obviously not enough. And until uh, – They lost until, Stephen uh, Adams too. Yes, yeah, Stephen Adams, yeah, out for the season with the knee injury. And, you know, Derrick Rose, did you, do you really expect him to do anything? I mean, it, he's brought in, not to be a babysitter like he says, but he is brought in, in that mentor role, and then you're going to try to get as much as you can get out of him in the 25 games that Ja's going to be out. And apparently that's not going to be enough to even break 500 by the time Ja does get back, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think they'll be 500 either, missing two out of your five starters. Jeez. But they, they – uh... They're going to have to tread water until Jai gets back, right? Yeah. And, well, 25 games, well, counting down, 24. And, 
Uh, is he even allowed to practice with the team, or he's not allowed in the facility, or what? I don't even know what the design on him being there or not being there is. That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. And, and guess who's not? We have to Google that. Yeah. And guess who's not sneaking up on anybody this year? Those damn Sacramento Kings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not sneaking up on people this year. They, they don't need to sneak up on anybody. They're there, and they're still a solid team, looking to become even better. Right. I don't think they're a threat to the top people in the West, the top teams in the West, but I think they can be a little bit interesting, even more interesting than what even Miami was last year in the East. Yeah, it, they. we have to see if they can take that step up, right? Mm-hmm. They're another young team. Um, they made some noise last year, but Steph dropped 50 on them in Game 7. <laughs> um, but that was a, a monumental effort that, that, that Steph had to put forth to, to bounce them, right? So if they improve this year, it's going to take even a stronger effort from the whole team, not just one guy. So, I, you know, are they with the Nuggets? Are they with the Suns? I would say no, but do we even know if the Suns are with the Nuggets yet? Yeah, it's, that's all, it's all talent, but they've only played one game. And I'm, they have a lot of talent, but Beal has a back issue. Booker's not playing tonight. They'll probably lose to the Lakers, um, so I, I question if 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 it's really a two team race, if and not the Nuggets versus the field. Okay, you got a first hand experience of the Sports Bag Bros. You can find them on YouTube. I'm gonna put their link in the description below, and also uh, all major digital podcast platform. So check these guys out if you want to get your daily dose of sports. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) All right. Sports bag bros. And thank you to you gentlemen. And uh, yeah, I'm new. Yeah. Uh, Don't get me wrong. I do understand that uh, fitness is not easy and it's something that you have to intentionally do especially if you're just starting out um i want to encourage you to start as soon as possible don't wait till the new year everybody by now should know the stigma of the new year's resolution not that it can't be overcame but because unfortunately Statistically speaking, you have a 99.9999999999% chance of failing. <laughs> Mostly because the uh, motivation of the thing tapers out when the action of the thing kicks in. And what that means is the motivation of saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do at the new year, the new year, the new me, you know, all of that. Yeah, it sounds good. Yes, you put that declaration out there. Yeah, yay. However, there's no consequences of you not doing it other than nothing will change. You still will be where you were before, maybe even a little bit heavier (laughs) or lighter or whatever. So, no, there's no consequences. There's no consequences of you not doing it. You're not holding yourself accountable. So, you're going to basically is, is just not do it. And and everybody's expecting you to not do it. So And you, there's no reason for you to hold yourself accountable. So therefore, you're not going to do it. What I dare say is to start now. Incorporate your Thanksgiving yeah, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have fun. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your leftovers. You know, all of that. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Yes, definitely. Put that in the plan and enjoy yourself. However, get back to the gym. The gym, I, I, I say the gym in a generic uh, form because not everybody go to the gym. But I say that in the terms of get back to your workout regimen. Get back to eating right. You know, enjoy your Thanksgiving meal, whether it be, you know, turkey, chicken, ham, (laughs) candy yams, collard greens, cornbread, biscuits, (laughs) stuffing. 
you know, uh, was it mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, sweet potato pie, apple pie. You get the idea. Cake. <laughs> Absolutely. Eggnog. Spiked eggnog. <laughs> yeah, enjoy yourself. But remember to get back to your workout regimen and get back to work. Get back to your workout regimen. Okay. Whether you're gaining weight, losing weight, chiseling up, toning up, whatever it may be, you can still have a good Thanksgiving meal. And in some cases, it's even encouraged by certain coaches to have a good Thanksgiving meal. Just don't carry that meal on for the next 28 days having Thanksgiving meal every single day for the next 28 days. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be counterproductive to your work. But you can enjoy yourself, enjoy your meal, enjoy your Thanksgiving meal, even enjoy your leftovers. Absolutely. Yes. You know, enjoy your leftovers. But, you know, eating right is a big thing when it comes to whatever you want to do as far as fitness. If you want to uh, lose weight, gain weight, chisel up, you know, tone up, all of that is very important that you do uh, a good eating regimen. Prep meals, there's nothing wrong with having a prep meal. People make prep, prepping your meal is, is like a bad thing. No, you prep your meal all the time. If you're going to work, you put your lunch together before you go to work so you can have your meal all together so you can grab and go. That's the same thing with a prep meal. You're setting everything together so that you can grab and go, you know, so you don't have to worry about, oh, I got to get this, I got to get that, or your cravings because it just seems like there's a fast food restaurant on every corner <laughs> and your cravings. Is, is, is going to maybe get you to uh, not do what you need to do. Okay. And that's not good. You want to be able to uh, stick to your regiment, stick, hold yourself accountable. You know, it was once said that your discipline and fitness will be shown in your physicality. So what you look like is a, is the resolve of your discipline for fitness. So take that how it should be taken. <laughs> you know, I know my discipline sucks sometimes and it shows. You can see my baby keg and I'm just like, yeah, this is my discipline right here. <laughs> Give me another beer. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> so and I'm working on it. I've started over in my fitness regimen so many times, so many times, so many times, <laughs> you know, and I've even tried to make it easier for myself. I'll be like, okay, instead of losing 10 pounds in a week, how about five pounds in two weeks? <laughs> I've even gotten to the point where it's like, okay, instead of five pounds in two weeks how about five pounds in a month can i do that at least <laughs> and i managed to pull it off you know it was still a victory it was a sad victory but it's still a victory because i like to think that i had a better discipline than that but hey mcdonald's and burger king be calling and it's not sponsored by either one of them i'm just saying <laughs> so uh one of the other things i um you know, realize that I that it works for me is uh, having my meal prepped ahead of time so I can just grab and go. That includes snacks. And then if I'm going to have a cheat day or a fast food meal day or whatever, have that on the same day. Consistency is important. Having a consistent type of meal is important. Uh, your consistency is very important. Meal consistency is very important. You don't want to always switch up everything all the time. You know, um, that's not good. So I have my try to have my fast food meal the same day every week. So I have my fast food meal the same day every week. Do I look forward to it? Absolutely. I can choose where I want to go. I'm a big burger, burger, uh, burger, pizza and fry guy. My pizza and fries, <laughs> not burger and fries, but pizza and fries. <laughs> so I go out and I have that. And then, but no, I already know that 
Okay, now it's time to get back to work. It's time to get back to my regimen. It's time to get back to eating right. And when I when I'm doing it, when I'm rolling, when I'm when I'm on the ball, it shows. I start getting compliments. People, my friends, people who who are supporting me because I I let them know, like you know, help me stay accountable. You know. Now, one caveat I want to say: if you go join a club or or a group or support group or your friends or whatever, and ask them to help you. And they do start helping you. Don't get mad at them for them doing what you asked them to do. That's one of the most upsetting things that I've come across. That people will ask their friends or support group to help them to stay accountable. And then when the group do that or when their friends do that, they get mad at them. Don't get mad. You They just doing what you asked them to do. You know? And so... If you ask your friends, yo, remind me to work out, remind me, you know, this, that, and they do, but like, yo, thank you, appreciate it, you know. And if you decide that, okay, I, I don't want to do it no more, let them know. They're still your friends. But if you ask them to uh, hold you accountable and all of that, and they do, don't get mad, okay? Just just be happy that you have friends that's, that's supporting you, okay? And... I have friends that support me and they remind me, you know, we have this vernacular where we go back and forth. Hey, Isaac, you're getting a little chubby there, buddy. Hey, man, I think I can pinch more than an inch. <laughs> you need to hit that gym there, buddy. You know what I'm saying? And that's good. That's just our way of talking to each other, you know, and I, I like it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm in the gym today, bro. I'm in the gym. And then when I don't go, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't make it today. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. You don't want to be chubster. <laughs> <laughs> he said you want a six pack not a keg i don't know man you, you're working on that keg pretty good <laughs> so and i appreciate that because that's what i asked them to do for me and, and they're doing it and i really am thankful that i have friends like that that will you know hold me accountable like that i really do appreciate that you know what i'm saying for real so if you ask them to help you and they do that's good you know so you got real friends that's trying to support you you know so anyway eating eating right is very important uh, also working out consistency is very important whether you want to gain weight lose weight chisel up tone up uh get more energy whatever it may be consistency is very important discipline consistency endurance you can do it you know you have to be consistent in order to establish that track record you know you have to be disciplined to continue to be consistent you have to be disciplined because there, there are going to be times where maybe not at the beginning there are going to be times where you're only like i don't i don't i don't feel like working out i don't, I don't want to go to the gym <laughs> i want to i don't want to but that discipline got to kick in but like you know i don't want to but i'm going i don't feel like it but i'm but i'm going and when you get out there, just focus, you know, focus on your workout. And then before you know it, your workout will be done and you gonna have a good workout and you be like, wow, I'm glad I, glad I came. I got energy now. I'm glad I, glad I came to the gym, you know? Absolutely. And, and that's what you gotta, you gotta do. You know, you gotta go when you don't feel like going. Everybody don't feel like going to the gym, but like the results, you know? <laughs> so, you know, Go to the gym, be consistent, be disciplined, you know, and, and you got to have that endurance. Take pictures. Take a picture of yourself before you start and, and say you're going to work out for six months. Take a picture when you start and work out consistently. And at that three month marker, take another picture because you might be the same weight or within the same weight class, but your muscle definition might be different, you know, so you might not air quotes lose weight if that's what your goal is you might just change your muscle definition and if your goal is to lose weight then you may want to consult a fitness professional i.e personal trainer and such like that uh and find out you know what you could do to lose weight you know and you could go about doing that don't utilize that excuse because you're going to get people tell you all kind of stuff that, you know, 
might have some truth to it, but do your own research, first of all, because they might know just enough to get you to slack off and you will hurt your consistency. And that's, and, and that's, it might not be their ultimate goal and it might be inadvertent, but that might be the results of that conversation you have with that person. Okay. So you have to be consistent. You have to do your own research. You know, um, if you want to lose weight, look into what's the best way to lose weight without losing uh, muscle mass or muscle definition or whatever. Go do that research. And if and if you don't care about that, you know, fi find out what's the best uh, type of thing that you could do. You know, a lot of people don't like running on the treadmills but they like playing basketball so they substitute basketball for the treadmill and get it they get a really good workout <laughs> you know um don't overdo it a lot of times when we first get back in the gym we haven't been in the gym in years <laughs> years but no we want to try to get in the gym like we've been in the gym yesterday <laughs> and and start oh like like when we stopped that you know we stopped off at 350 pound bench press you know what i'm saying five by five 350 let's go nah not when you haven't been in the gym in five years you better start off with something way lighter than that <laughs> you know and the last uh, last thing you want to do is is hurt yourself and then get sidelined because you you hurt yourself now and you can't work out because you hurt yourself, pulled a muscle, pulled a groin, which really hurts, by the way, you know, shin splints, whatever, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that. You want to stretch. You want to uh, follow a good workout regimen. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have those, uh, what I call burnout days where you push yourself until you can't go no more. Yeah. You can have that, but that's not going to be, every day and it shouldn't be your first day back <laughs> you know what i'm saying so those are stuff that i wanted to talk to you guys today about and um you know i want to encourage you that you could do it you could really do it and don't allow yourself to be discouraged stay focused add in your cheat meal days add in your thanksgiving and in your leftovers and all of that add those days into your days and keep your consistency alright alright myfitwatch.net you see me say it so much time so many times um, it's my online store uh, you, you can find uh, Team Firehawk supplements there I use it uh, multivitamin um, you can find uh, all the merch there, you know what I'm saying? Gotta get the merch, and uh, you can also find um, all kind of items and stuff there that that you know just will support the uh, the stream, the company, the, the whole night, the movement, every everything, you know. So it's just a pleasure and an honor to be able to present to you myfootwatch.net. Okay, so thank you so much for your support. All right, all right. After 118 days, an agreement finally has been reached by the SAG-AFTRA Negotiating Committee and AMPTP. Wow. Congratulations, you guys. I am, for one, very happy because I am a SAG-AFTRA member and I've been out there on the picket lines. <laughs> so I know it has not been easy, but after a grueling negotiating session. I'm acting like I was there. I was not there. <laughs> oh, I just could only imagine, right? Uh, congratulations. Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to uh, going back to work again. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Y'all have a wonderful and blessed and glorious day.